Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey guys, coming to you from downtown Salt Lake City. Just left the KSL Broadcast House. It is February 14th right now on KSL+. And if you've been to downtown recently, it's hard to miss what's coming. This is awesome. What an honor to be a part of the NBA All-Star Weekend. The vibe, the energy has, has definitely changed. Way out there. Marking from John Stockton. We're excited to show the world who we are now and what we've become, and we're pretty proud of that. I'm Matt Rascone, and this week, a closer look at the excitement, the expectations, and the preparation heading into the NBA All-Star Weekend. This Friday to Sunday. More than 120,000 people expected to flock to Salt Lake City next week. Businesses are also gearing up here. The potential impact on businesses and the local economy. They're vivid. As I walk down Third West, past South Temple, UTA track station here, tracks lines are free. um, And they will have musicians on board, actually, this week to entertain riders. We knew that this was a large event that was going to draw uh, 100,000 plus individuals and for the community to function well, all the players knew that this would be an important week to encourage people to use transit. And you've most likely seen the signs that decorate the downtown area. This road right here, Third West, is closed. And other roads will be closed as well in preparation for crowded streets. And I'm walking past Vivint Arena, which you can see has a fence surrounding it. There is a lot of preparation happening there. Crews kind of going back and forth, setting up signs, making it look good. And trying to prepare for the big game on Sunday, which of course will be here at the arena. It's giving them an opportunity to put their name and their work on a global stage. One of the things Salt Lake City has been excited about, understandably, is the expected boost in business that they will get from the thousands who are expected to come here from out of town. The Jordan 4s are always our 
most popular style. At a sneaker shop like Top Shelf SLC. Jordan 1s are really popular. Billy Ditzig says there's no telling how many of the NBA All-Star events will bring in. I have no idea to be totally honest. Like it's going to be it's going to be really wild. We've talked to several of those businesses with a theme about uh, the game and you know the hoop tackle. We we already have three new tackles that we're going to be putting out on the weekend, right? The local eatery already purchasing about 50% more produce and bringing in additional staff for the big weekend, even extending hours until 4 a.m. Especially on Sunday when the game ends at uh, 10, I believe, so we need to be open late night. And it's, it's, it's events like this. It's events like the NBA All-Stars that is providing that much-needed boost after, you know, just a couple of years ago when many of those businesses were struggling because of the pandemic. I talked to Dee Brewer with the Downtown Alliance about this last week. And that's a big number, but it's a number we can accommodate. Dee Brewer with the Downtown Alliance says the city has the infrastructure, the businesses, and the hotel rooms. This is a fantastic opportunity for Salt Lake City to show who we are and what we're about. Just across from Vivint Arena, I mean, of course, a lot of the things, a lot of the crowds will be in this area. But just across the street is a sports bar called The Break. We are in the epicenter, obviously, of of all things all-star. Getting ready for a boost in business. We are expecting things to get a little crazy. Stephen Pack has had his eye on the all-stars since before he opened the sports bar two months ago. You can definitely get the feel of all-star weekend here. Now, this sports bar has just been here for two months. Obviously, prime location right here across from Vivint Arena. And he said the NBA All-Stars really played a part in them deciding to come here, uh, knowing that they were going to get that boost shortly after they arrived. Here's a little bit more of what he had to say. People love the food. People love the drinks. Peck says they're bringing in extra help from their other locations to make sure they can continue to serve their local customers. Matt, so follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we definitely want to take care, like I said before, our locals. We want to take care and make sure that the people of Utah feel like they, they are part of this party. This year, the NBA has contracted more than 6,500 rooms at 31 of Salt Lake City's hotels. That's according to the Utah Jazz, and it's more than 33,000 rooms total. Every last hotel is booked in the downtown area. I mean, maybe in the entire city, the valley. Utah Jazz, of course, playing a big part in all of the preparations, the events that are happening. I just made my way a couple blocks away from Vivint to the gateway where there's a lot more happening. They're the sights and sounds of a city days out from an all-star weekend. If you haven't been here yet, they are creating just a huge setup here. at the Gateway Mall, and it's for a competition, a snowboarding competition, free to watch. People are coming to see the NBA, the All-Star, everything, which is going to be crazy. And then on top of that, just, you know, show people a little bit of winter in Utah. This is for amateur and professional snowboarders. You go stand up on the top of that thing, it's, it's, it's scary. So these guys aren't messing around for sure. It's called Rail Jam. Crews here have been at it for days. But the mall here is also going to be host to several vendors. 
And some of those have really been preparing for this moment to participate in the All-Stars for years, you could say. We've been collecting All-Star Weekend stuff for about four years, not knowing that the All-Star Weekend would be here. So it's kind of like the stars kind of aligned with, um, with us collecting the All-Star Weekend stuff from 30 years ago to now. Lots of smiles. Yep, everyone's smiling. Albie Bostrom is used to setting up pop-up shops in Salt Lake City with his store Thrift Hood. But this... It's huge. It's, um... Is no ordinary event. It's huge. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. All right. One, two, three. We pretty much brought our entire store here. Drop it here. Hundreds and hundreds of items of vintage jazz and NBA gear. So I have a couple I'll bring out. Collected over the last four years at his store in Provo. Some of these are really rare items that we've only ever seen in the four years collecting maybe one time. Items like two sweaters from the last time Salt Lake City hosted the All-Stars 30 years ago. If you bought this piece in Utah, you might be one of two or three people that will have this in the whole state. It's only a small sample from the racks that will be spread out over 3,000 square feet at the gateway. Go off first and then... A place he hopes will be more than a clothing store, but an experience for thousands this week. It's a dream come true to be able to, to have an event as big as this. Coming down West Temple now. When Chicago hosted the NBA All-Stars back in 2020, this was just before the start of the pandemic, they saw 140,000 visitors come to their city for that event. The Utah Jazz, though, is expecting similar numbers as Cleveland saw last year. 121,000 people coming in from 45 states, 24 countries, and a $250 million total economic impact and of course businesses here in Salt Lake City hoping to cash in on that. So the convention center actually helps out a, a bunch. When it, whenever they, they have people come through it, it definitely helps us out a lot. Um, it's kind of our bread and butter. That's why we're so close to the convention center. The all-star scene stretches down the Galvin Plaza and a lot of the events, some of the biggest events including the crossover are happening right here at the Salt Palace. And of course, that's good news for businesses and people in the area. We talked to a few of them, including a souvenir shop and a sneaker shop that are really looking forward to just being a part of the scene here. It just boosts our economy, you know, which is phenomenal. Keeps it, it's what keeps us in business. Martin Norman expects more visitors will mean more people looking for a piece of Utah from his uniquely Utah souvenir shop. We're starting to uh, get some good backstock coming because we're anticipating, you know, a, a good flow of people. Making my way back down South Temple where you can see a massive Beyond poster on the side of the Radisson Hotel to my left. Up ahead, Vivint Arena again with more posters. Yeah, we have a lot of excitement anticipation. It's just the sort of scene that's expected to help keep this city moving and businesses thriving. Already a little bit of FOMO. There's a lot of really cool events. NBA All-Star Weekend is happening from February 17th to the 19th. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And of course, KSL TV will be following all of it on our website, on TV, and on KSL News Radio. That does it for us this week on KSL Plus. I'm Matt Rascon. I'll see you again next week. Two 
years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.